What's going on, Jerry? Good morning. Well, good morning to you. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We're also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. So we'll hear from Joe Shane and Brian Dable. Uh, you guys opened with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Here was Shane on the future of Jones with the organization. We'd like Daniel to be here. Again, he, he said it yesterday. There's, there's a business side to it, but um, we feel like Daniel played well this season. He's done everything that we asked him to do. And, you know, again, there, there's a business side to it. We, we haven't went down that road yet. But he said they will soon. Uh, in terms of Barkley... Um, and yes, Barkley did have those comments to you. I heard you mention uh, that we played yesterday in terms of what he has done and hasn't done, how injuries have kept him out more than he would have liked. Here was Shane on Barkley, not as glowing in terms of him being here. He's a good player. He's a great teammate. You know, I love to get to, I love getting to know him this season. And, you know, he's a guy we would like to have back. It's just, again, we haven't had, you know, our, our end of season meetings yet. We're less than 48 hours after that game. So everybody's going to step back. You know, take the emotion out of it. Evaluate. Yeah. You know, which, so Daniel Jones, he said, it's great that we know that Daniel's going to be back. Yes. But with Saquon, we got to wait 48 so, hours and let things cool down. I just want to say, hey, Joe Shane, welcome to New York yeah. where everybody takes everything you say and then puts words in your mouth. Well, especially when he doesn't talk often like GMs don't. Right. Well, and he shouldn't. And the coaches should be the leader of the team in the face of the franchise. And then when a GM gets a chance like now and Joe Douglas right now, these are the times that they start talking because they're the ones that are responsible for building the team. Sure. Wouldn't it be great if Daniel Jones pulled the ultimate heel turn and rejected the Giants' offer and then signed with the Raiders or something? It was like, you guys didn't pick up my fifth-year option. I went out there. I won a playoff game. Pow! Bofungul! And he goes right out the door. And then he's a, he's a Raider. Wouldn't that be something? I, that would be something. <laughs> that, that would, would be, be something. something. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But that's not who Daniel Jones is, man. Come on, guys. Go to the Jets. You know that's why he would be a heel turn, right? Yeah, that's right. That's not who he is. He's he's in he's now part of the the giant like lore. Like like giant fans love him now. You know, I mean, he played well this year. You can't you can't deny that. Knowing how desperate the league is for quarterbacks, for real, what do you think he would get on the open market? Man, oh man, we've seen some bad quarterbacks get big deals. Yeah. I think he would on the open market. I think he would probably. It would be between thirty and thirty-five million. Yeah, I mean, just like what the Giants probably are going to give him. Yeah, I don't think he's going to forty. I, you know, the Giants going to give him. Think, think about this for a second. Would the Giants give him? They're going to get if 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 it, the franchise tag right now is what a thirty-two and a half million. So I think it was thirty-one gonna, seven. I thought. Okay, well, so let's say, 30, 32. say thirty-two million. Yep. So that's where you have to start. That that's yeah. where you start. You start with that number, and then you times that number. Let's say let's. Let's say thirty-two. But why do you have to start there? You couldn't offer him four years, one twenty, guaranteed most of it, depending on how much you're guaranteeing. I guess, I guess you could, but I'm just saying, guarantee him ninety million. Again, from the player and the agent standpoint, that's where you start. That's your starting spot. And shouldn't wow. he take visits? I mean, isn't this what? Players Not if talk? you want to be here, though. Yeah, but <laughs> you don't have to. Every you don't have to, but every player says that goes into free agency, even ones that end up in the same place. I may never have a chance to do this okay. again. I want to go out there, talk to other teams, see Devil's what that's advocate. like. What if the phone doesn't ring as much as you think it's going to? Oh, there will be teams that'll talk to them. But here, here's the other thing: I, you know, I would advise would be to stay here with this group of coaches because they got the best out of you. Where if you go somewhere else, maybe the pressure won't. Well, the pressure, no matter where you go, because your contract is going to be big. But you're not. You don't really know what you're stepping into. At least here, you know who you have. And I think he could probably feel like he trusts 
the coaching staff and trust the way that uh, they went about coaching him this year and got the yeah. best out of him. Well, that's where the agent has to do all the work. He's got to reach True. out to these teams and be like, are you interested? And then if they are, then maybe he could drive up the price for the Here, Well, here was their coach, Brian Dayball, in terms of the season being over. They got into the postseason, but at the end of the day, have to start over now. Just because you won one year doesn't guarantee you anything the next year relative to what players you have, what players you don't have. I mean, you take a look at last year's playoffs, I think seven of them didn't make the playoffs the following year. Uh, the two top seeds had losing records. So, who knows? One year is not going to be the same as the next. We'll see how this uh, offseason unfolds. Bill's wide receiver Steph Diggs on Twitter um, after the cameras caught him yelling around Josh Allen on Sunday when they were about to lose the game, tweeting, quote, Want me to be okay with losing? Nah. Want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to the standard? Nah. So there you go. I don't know if he's going to talk at all today. I know Josh Allen spoke yesterday. I have to see if I can find some of that. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Clean up that mess. Understood, yes. I mean, um, and they can't do anything with his contract either because it's uh, it would it, the, the dead cap money is just too significant. Well, they need him. I yeah, mean, they do need him. What a, just a pain in the neck, though. It's like you just lose a game and, you know, you got to deal with the media and you got to deal with the disappointed fan base and social media and all that stuff. And then you got one of your teammates just off on a reservation somewhere screaming and yelling. You know, I'm like, and then now you got to deal with that and you got to deal with all that crap that, you know, the questions that you have to answer about him and all this other stuff that you don't want to have to do. Patrick Mahomes said to be doing okay with the ankle sprain. The Chiefs said to be preparing as if he will play Sunday. Not a shock against the Bengals. Uh, the team that uh, lost to Kansas City are the Jaguars, as we know. Here was Doug Peterson closing things out yesterday, talking about consistency. Year two now with Trevor Lawrence uh, going into the offseason. It's everything. There's continuity. There's consistency. He knows the guys he's going to be throwing the ball to. He knows the coaching staff who's going to be coaching him. and um, That's... that's uh, that, that's a big exactly your point. What about talking exactly about stability? All, I feel bad for Justin Herbert. He can overcome some of the instability that the Chargers are throwing at him, and I think that uh, it also was the point about Brian Dable and Daniel Jones this year. That was stability, and finally somebody coaching him like he should have been coached. And look what and look what they got out of him. Every time I hear Doug Peterson's voice, I think about that video of him in training camp with the Eagles where he would end every meeting with, let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> Remember that? I don't, actually. Like, all right, let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> so, all right, guys, get together and get yourself some ice cream, and then we'll go. I mean, he did it like every single day, and someone did a compilation of it. And I was like, man, I wish I played for that guy. I wish I was there around Doug what, Peterson. What, was it like when Rex was going, let's go get a goddamn snack? Right. <laughs> right. Remember that? that was great. That was awesome. That was a singular moment. Doug yeah. Peterson said, let's Let's go get some ice cream like every, every day, day <laughs> for a month. So no, you let's wrap let's go day. get some ice cream and then beat the hell out of each other tomorrow morning. Yeah, exactly. Pretty, pretty much. And then, of course, the big question in the NFL is what will Tom Brady do next year? Is the 45-year-old going to hang it up? Is he going to go back to Tampa? Will he be somewhere else? On his own show with his own host, Jim Gray, he was asked that question on Sirius XM. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's I only the question scratchy. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. 
I appreciate your asking. Thank you. Okay. Mm, that was real, too. It Dude, seemed like it. It did not sound like a setup. No. So he's their best buddies, though, man. You know, that's no. why I think it's weird, though. No, I... He's just a, he's had it, man. Like, I, I then think, don't do it then. I think there's been like we know. Right. Of course. But I'm saying he's had it with this season and it's a commitment that he made. And he's just everything is piled up. And I know it's Tom Brady and he's the greatest and he's made a gazillion dollars and everything should be great for him. But he goes through this divorce. Then he sees his wife out there with that Pilates instructor. Yeah, sure. And then he ends up having a losing season, gets his ass kicked in the playoffs. It's just been a tough situation for him. It's just, oh. This has been a tough year for him. He makes $100 million a year. But that doesn't cure everything, no, man. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> I know he does, but this for Tom Brady, this has been a tough year, yeah. I'm sure. And the fact that he's still playing, the fact that he's still as good as he is. You know, I want him back, man. I want him playing somewhere. Miami. Uh, Vegas. Come on, Tom. Let's go. He'll be somewhere next year. He's got nothing else to do. 100%. Well, Fox has, uh, you know, him lined up yeah, to take over for Greg Olson. Yeah. Now he's going to play. Yeah, he's going to get one more year somewhere, without a doubt. I say two more. I mean, now he's free to do whatever he right. wants. That's exactly. the thing. Vegas, baby. Maybe. We Josh McDaniels. We certainly know that they do need a... Uh, they need a quarterback. They need a quarterback, and they need a finisher. They got they got great offensive players there. Uh, Nick's home for the Cavaliers tonight. Last night, you had the Magic beat the Celtics 113-98, stopping Boston's nine-game winning streak. Uh, tonight, Rutgers home for Penn State on WCBS 880 at 6-15. A couple of things from hockey. I'll do the Rangers in a second, but I, just, I think this was funny, so I want to get to this and not run out of time. So a few days ago, the Canucks fired their head coach, Bruce Boudreaux, as we know. Yes. Rick Tockett has decisions to make. Yes. So you get the news if you're watching the local TV stations all over the country, like, say, on Fox in Washington, D.C., that is. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Can Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. Tukid! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, listen, she got she, she came back on the next thing. hour and had another opportunity. And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change today. Rick Tuchet was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. How does, How does someone there not help her with the be pronunciation? So, because they hate her. I can tell you that there is a staff of people that hates that woman, and they did not correct her That's because they right. can't stand her. That's what's going on. Now, is that TV or is that radio? TV. That's TV. There's got to be somebody there in sports that can help her. I'm telling you, someone sabotaged her. They wrote C-A-N-O-O-K-S <laughs> in the teleprompter. Canucks. And then Tukit. Tukit's not even close to Tukit. Right, because there's no way you come up with Tukit unless that's misspelled on the prompter. Exactly. Someone sabotaged her because they can't stand her. Boudreaux, I get. I'm fine, but I, mean, I couldn't go up to her and say, Boudreaux, Tukit. And Canucks, <laughs> you could you could just say that to her. Oh, Rick Tukit is the best out of all <laughs> that. Is best, yes. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Anyway, uh, Rick Tukit wasn't playing or coaching last night, but the Rangers were playing, and the Rangers were winning. Face off win. DC shot is blocked. Coming in is Goodrow and hit the side of the net. Trying to back it in. It goes in. Oh, oh, oh. Rangers score. <laughs> 
That is correct. It was Jimmy VC. That boy, Jimmy VC, is mm-hmm. actually having a renaissance uh, year for the Rangers. Proved to be the deciding goal as I the mean, Rangers scored four unanswered and beat the Panthers six to two. That Panther goalie should have been playing cool. defense for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> that's how bad he was. <laughs> now that said, you would think a six-two win at home over no. the Panthers in front of Aaron Judge in yep. the crowd. You would think Gerard Gallant would be happy with the performance. Hmm. I'd like to say yes, but honestly, I wasn't overly happy most of the night, to be honest with you. But things ended up, it's a win, but I wasn't, uh, no, it wasn't this. Did not like the way they defended. No, it wasn't, so. wasn't a great game. Okay. I mean, I mean, they did win, but that's all that matters. They got the two points. was really good last night again. Yes. So they, he had 33 saves. And as for the Islanders, things continue to go sideways for them as they struggled against one of their former players. As here's Tavares cutting in with a backhand scores. And that was the game tying goal, and then uh, Kelly Yornkrook with the go-ahead goal in the second period. You know, the Islanders need they need like back-to-back games against the Rangers to get themselves back in you know in the win column. The energy yeah, gets elevated when they play the Rangers. Yeah, I don't know they're having a, have a hard time. They have injuries time, and yeah. they just cannot score. Five straight losses, nine of their last ten, um, and so they fall to twenty-three, twenty-one, and five. Devils were off, but they tonight take on the Golden Knights.